Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. It's Hey, y'all can give me a better intro and I'll change it, okay? Because I be get tired of saying that. But um, we're going to go to the comments later on. But it's Friday. We're back with TGIF with two of the most fabulous men in the business, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, get ready for this hot tea. Hello, Al in Dallas. How you doing? Hey, what's going on, Claudia? Hey, we're going to get to you in a second. Um, hello, Funky Dineva. What's up? What's going on, everybody? It's Friday. Today, I don't know if I'm coming or going today. It's been a long week. What's up with that voice, brother? I told you, I feel like I'm coming down with something. Did you oh, go yeah. out last night? That, no. Mm -mm. Just that throat got worked out this week? <laughs> I'm eager. I'm saved. Oh, you saved some what? I'm saved, and I've been <clears throat> unlocking my better self. <laughs> you know what? We still doing that. Al, you're out here taking a class, right? You got some stuff that's, that's you out right. here that's in Dallas, right. you're in my city. That's correct. That's correct. I hope I get to see you. I know you're really busy and traveling all over, but maybe one night we can carve something out. If you're not too busy tonight, I can come. I'm catching a flight tomorrow. I got to see my niece in Boston. I'm going to New York. I'm going to be on the Breakfast Club again this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So y'all tune in for that. Oh, congratulations. Hop in them comments and be show some soulmate love. All right, y'all. Um, what what y'all got going on this weekend? Anything? My sister's in town with the kids for summer break, so we're gonna do family stuff, get on the boat, go to mm -hmm. eat, Dave and Buster's, that type of thing. Nice. Oh, that's nice. You know, I've yeah. been in class all weekend, so. So Al's out here in class, and he'll share with that what that's gonna be about real soon. I'm sure he's gonna add one more line to that resume. One more job, <laughs> right? Another job. Okay, y'all, happy Pride Month, everyone. We got to start that off. And uh, we like to take this time to wish our soulmates walking freely in their truth a happy Pride Month. I want to go to you fellas. What does this month mean to you guys? Al, let's start with you. I mean, hey, anytime that you can be your true self without apology, I mean, it, it, that's just awesome. And you know what? It's, a, it's awesome to also be a part of a platform like Fox Soul that you can be your unabridged, true self, um, speaking your truth, walking your truth. So I am very proud to be a part of this show that showcases the LBGTQ plus community and work for a company that shows us support and allow us to do this is what we do every day. Thank you very much for that. And Q, what does Pride Month mean to you? Are the gays gonna kick me out if I say I don't know? <laughs> I've, I've never really, to be honest, I've never really put any thought into it. And um, I don't want that to be disrespectful to like the Stonewall movement and everything. I never really put any thought into it, but I'm, I'm glad to see that the world is moving to a place where we are at least taking or carving out the time to celebrate people of the community. You know, I, I feel like we were making great strides for a minute with, you know, the acceptance and the passing of laws for the community, gay marriage. And all that. Then we got these horrible politicians in office now that are trying to turn back the hands of time. So I think Pride Month more than ever, like the importance of it, you know, reflecting back on how far we've come and then how far backwards some of these people are trying to take us. And I think that's horrible to kind of give a taste of equality to a certain group and then to snatch it on back. It's, it's, it's actually quite ridiculous and, and, and kind of devastating, I think. So hopefully we can use this month to remind ourselves to band together more and get these laws and, and let people in, into uh, power that don't want to roll back the hands of time for the community. All right, y'all. Also, before we start the show, we'd like to send our thoughts and prayers to the family of Jackie O and her longtime 
and her longtime partner, DC Young Fly. Jackie O passed away on Wednesday at the age of 32. Uh, the cause of death is not un- is unknown at the time. Is there anything you guys would like to say? Did either of you know her, meet her, know her, anything? I didn't know her, um, but I've been seeing stuff since she passed on social media, and everyone is just speaking very highly of her. I didn't even know DC Young Fly uh, had a significant other or children, for that matter. Um, it's just really sad. I, I'm, I'm devastated. She's got three young children. Um, and I don't know what to say in this situation. So my condolences go out to the family and let's just keep them lifted and pray and pray for their, pray for their comfort at this time. Absolutely. Such a beautiful girl and beautiful, beautiful kids. Al, what do you think? I mean, I agree with Funky. Just condolences to the family. Um, young fly, keep your head up. Um, prayers to you as well. I mean... It's just so unfortunate. And everyone's saying how much of a family guy he was, and he was very, very happy with her and his babies, and it's really a sad situation. So condolences to her family and DC and Flight and the, chil- and the children. All right, let's get to the show. Speaking of Pride Month, Lil Uzi Vert recently opened up about changing their pronouns and identifying as gender non-conforming. The rapper said, taking the time to figure out who you are is a big part of what it means to be alive. Once you figure out whether you're here with it, there with it, or both, you're not alone anymore. What are your thoughts on Lil Uzi Vert identifying as gender non-conforming, Al? (laughs) Okay, so first of all, I need someone to explain to me what that means, but before you do that, I'm sure I'm gonna lean on cue for that. I just find it very, very nice that a rapper who's at the peak of their career, he's a black male rapper who's comfortable enough in himself to talk about this publicly because we know a lot of rappers do the opposite regardless because they don't want that that gender or that sexuality heat that comes with saying that you're non-conforming. Um, the other thing is that I liked about it, he said, I want to be very clear i'm not doing this as a publicity stunt and to me that shows so much growth for him because we know that he's very eclectic he's always been kind of out there doing weird stuff wearing dresses painting his nails putting a diamond on his head for heaven's sake but as it relates to this thumbs up little uzi you get all of my respect for stepping in that space speaking your truth and especially during pride month all right q what do you think This was the first time that I actually felt comfortable with this. Up until this moment, I really did think it was a publicity stunt. Um, And not because I know him, but because we're not used to seeing black men in the rap space take on this Mm -hmm. position. Um, But it feels legit and um, good. I love the part where he said in his family, something to the effect, um, you know, there was no judgment either way with most things. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see it. Okay. What do you think, Claudia? I'm sick of it. If you're gender non-conforming, just be gender non-conforming. I don't need the announcement. What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? Hey, Funky. Hey, Al. Hey, soulmate. Guess what? I identify as a woman. Don't you care? (laughs) Don't you care? Aren't I brave to tell y'all that I identify as a woman? What? Cookie? I mean, I, exactly. I like, why? The, the, what's with the announcement? It's a personal it, thing. I mean, I think it's. I think it's worth highlighting, considering the space that he occupies. You I know, agree. What I mean? like the, the male agree. rap space tends to be toxically masculine, non-accepting, and I think it is important to announce Claudia in his position 
because it's empowering to those who are scared to be right. the voice of those. But what, is, but what is he really being brave about? Saying he, So he's saying he's not saying he's a boy and he's not saying he's a girl. He's saying, I don't identify the other one of them. I just think, I think it's a non-issue, my opinion. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think it's a non-story. I, I really do. If he was trans, I would think that would be brave. If he was gay, I think that would be brave. Because that's like but saying, I'm a nothing. I'm neither. Claudia, you, you'll never understand this, but it's not easy for a black man in a black male space to have painted fingernails. Especially a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's Especially that's not easy. That's not yeah. go to the nearest hood as a black man with the kilt on and fingernails polished and bracelets and bangles and see if you make it out. I'm just saying, I don't think that's a big accomplishment. So to, to be brave enough to have nail polish. We're in a we're in we're in a world that's a lot tougher than that, I think. I don't know. All right, y'all. Well, someone gets mad. All right, listen, Lizzo is tired of y'all body shaming her and harassing her on social media. The singer posted her concerns on Twitter and wrote, Y'all don't know how close I be to giving up on everyone and quitting and enjoying my money and my man on a fucking farm. It does not outweigh the hate on social media, all because I'm fat. This is crazy and I hate it here. Do y'all think celebrities should stop listening to the trolls on social media? Funky, let's go to you. They absolutely should. I say this all the time. It's the price. You live a very privileged life. Public scrutiny is the price for that privileged life. And here's the thing, Lizzo. You can't have it both ways. You can't use your body as a gimmick for popularity and then get mad when people critique you. Kelly Price is overweight. Um, there, uh, there's a lot of people in the business Amber Riley's overweight and went out on the internet every day calling her fat. You led with your body. You led with your body and then now you don't want the heat from it anymore. You did this. I feel no sympathy whatsoever mm -hmm. for Lizzo. Suck it up. I, I gotta just say something. There's a parallel to me with the last story in this. We're supposed to celebrate someone to say I'm non-gender conforming, but then a woman that's fat that you're saying don't lead with that. People are leading with sexuality now, too. I feel like whatever people lead with, that's what they that's their thing, right? So if we're gonna give grace to one group, why we why we like your, 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 your shoulder should be broke right now from how far you just reached. I'm not reaching. <laughs> your, 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 whole, your whole shoulder right here on this side. I think what I say. You you reach, you girl, you reach. No, because I think you know, a lot of times it's very hostile to fat black women on this show. But then we're supposed to be very careful uh, about celebrating a man that wants to be living in truth wearing nail polish. Wait, wait, wait. Did you say we're hostile to fat black women on this uh, show? Sometimes I the tone can be. You've seen the comments. You've seen the comments. We're, we know, we we kind of poke joke. We poke fun a lot. And I'm and I'm going to throw myself in there. I'm going to throw myself in there. We are. Well, this is, this is my take here, Claudia. Listen, Lizzo has been in the game for 12 years, okay? And the narrative has been the same for all 12 years. Lizzo, this is no longer healthy for you. You have to use cognitive um, exercises to protect yourself emotionally and mentally. One of them is turn off your comments on Instagram. If it's still bothering you to read them, 
turn them off. You have the ability to do that. You also have the ability to unfollow blogs so that you don't have to read this stuff. You have to protect yourself mentally and emotionally. Listen, woman, you're worth $40 million. You have four Grammys. You have a number one show on Amazon called Big Girls. You have, uh, what, two two number one hits. You have undergarments yitty for oversized women. You sold out worldwide. You sold millions of records. I, 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 come on. Like, if you have a problem with the comments, protect yourself from it. Stop reading them. That's what I had to do. Or if you have a problem with your weight, get the band. All right, now we don't condone bullying on our platform, and it seems like Lizzo's recent tweets stem from Candace Owens' comments about her weight. Candace tweeted, I guess Lizzo wasn't lying when she said truth hurts. But yeah, uh, clinical obesity is still the number one killer in America, so let's stop glorifying it. Do you guys agree with her comment? I don't agree with that bitch being alive or breather, so no. <laughs> Hell no. You Shut up. Today, huh? she, she got a wild hair up her ass for Lizzo. But there is one thing that Candace Owen did say in that diatribe that stood out to me. She said, men don't do that to other men. We don't do the whole, you're big and beautiful thing as a man, and women tend to do that. And that did give me pause. Um, I think that there is a balance between accepting your body type and also striving to be healthier. Um, we're not going to pretend, and yes, skinny people can be non-healthy, but we're not going to pretend like Lizzo's body type is the healthiest of body types, like 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 we're not. Um, so there is a tad bit of credence to what Candace is saying, but I just don't like it coming from Candace. Right. She I agree with I agree with Funky. Yeah. Online, the comments were 50-50, you know, or not 50-50, but the comments were for Lizzo, in favor of Lizzo, and some were in favor of Candace. The deal is, I can't support anything Candace Owens does because we know her comments are not driven by underlying concerns for Lizzo's health or her 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 diet habits, and it also she's not on a crusade against obesity. She is clearly clickbaiting. See, another part that I hate about this, Candace Owens, she's always tearing down black women and women, especially with black women of influence, like Lizzo, like Cardi B. She needs to just go away as soon as possible, if possible. <sighs> I hate that. There, there's a couple of things that Candace Owens says. Every once in a while, she does like make sense. And I hate it because I can't stand her. And it's like, you don't want to give the bitch like... Anything. Somewhat yeah. of a point. Because it's the messenger that's trash, right? She has her freaking right. audacity and she seemed to take joy. And I just like, and my issue is always going to be with these stories is keeping the same energy and not just with certain groups. And I don't think, I don't think Candace Owens does that. Lizzo, yes, we do. She has shoved her, um, her weight in our, and said how much she enjoys being her size. And we were like, okay, cool. But then it comes to, come to find out she's really not as comfortable with it. So I just think just kind of like really like people say live in their truth and they don't really live in a truth. And I think that happens a lot. And I think when, when we start really living in our truth, then you can really stand on what you're really putting out there. And I think it'll bother you less. And I think that goes across the board. All right, y'all, I'm sure you guys remember the old saying, snitches get stitches. Well, according to the Daily Mail, Ghislaine Maxwell, who's been incarcerated in Florida since, damn Florida, since last year, is fearing for her life after snitching on two violent inmates who allegedly tried to extort her. Funky, she's in your state. 
Um, any advice you'd like to give her as she does her bid in a Florida jail prison? <laughs> all she had to do was get them two Spanish ladies her commissary. All they wanted was some little <laughs> Debbie brownies and some tampons. But no, you ran to the authorities because you didn't want to be extorted. But I find it odd that when your ass should have snitched, it was radio silence. Now you want to snitch all up and down the prison. I don't feel bad for Gislaine. I don't think she should be murdered in the prison. But Gislaine, I, I have a hard time feeling bad for you because clearly you know how to communicate. And when you should have been snitching, you were quiet. So you're in prison, mama. Welcome to the life. She probably wouldn't even have his problem if she would have gave up all them names that we all wanted. Now, who's in the book, Gislaine? Who's in the book? Al, what you think about this happen? So, Q, you know, she was giving a commissary to the cafeteria workers and the employees so that she could get more fruit. So she was giving her commissary away so she couldn't give it to the other women. I, I just don't like her. I think you you are afraid of your life for snitching, but you weren't afraid of your life of the hundreds, and I do mean hundreds, of young underage women that you physically sex trafficked and that you sexually abused and physically harmed. These are the times that I wish we could still do i wish we could still stone people you know like back in the biblical times because this woman is a monster and you know what pisses me off even more about this is that the media picked up this story and in talking about her being her snitching when this is a woman who actually sex trafficked and harmed millions of little girls this is horrible beat it so no sympathy for is it jizz no. jizz would be a very ironic name is it jizz Oh, Giz. Giz? Because Funky said Giz. <laughs> uh, Funky, do you know? Is it Giz or Giz? I don't care. I'm Giz, and I kind of like ran with that. I kind of like calling her Giz. All right, coming up next, Kim Zosiak and Corey Beerman's road to divorce is getting messy. And later, find out why Ye was hit with another lawsuit. Stay tuned. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, it seems like things are heating up in the midst of Kim Zosiak and Croy Beerman's divorce. Apparently, Croy called the cops on Kim when she refused to leave the master bathroom after Croy told her that he needed to take a shower. Now, is this petty or what? Here, what you think? They call me. You know, I ordinarily would not take pleasure in somebody's family dissolving, but I'm just enjoying this soap opera that these two are having. He's keeping her jewelry. She trying to put stuff in the Range Rover. She's selling wigs. They calling the police. She hit him in the back of the head. A lot of y'all thought that they were getting a divorce because the money was funny and that they were trying to hide their assets. These two are getting divorced, divorced, and it's getting real ugly. And I like it. You like it? Do you think that Real Housewives of Atlanta should invite her back on so we can and we can be entertained by her pain? You know, the, the, the funny thing about it is, and I know race is going to somehow play into this conversation and, and a lot of people are going to be upset and be like, no, but it does make sense for the show, especially because the show was stalling out at this point yeah. to bring her back, to pick up all of this and to for her to bring that divorce energy into the group dynamic, especially with Marlo being there right now, there could be some good TV in that. Marlo is extra feisty this season. God damn, he's fighting all the time. Every time, every time I see a clip, she's yelling at someone. Al, what you think? Should they bring Kim back? Or what do you think about this divorce? Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> if you would like to see GIF, please hit the like buttons. We are up to what we at. Uh, we're at 1,000. We got 4,000 people watching. So only 25% of y'all are rocking with us. All right, moving on. Marcus Ryder, who was an influential British campaigner, criticized The Little Mermaid for its dangerous erasure of slavery in the film. The prominent media diversity advocate wrote, we owe it to our children to give them the most amazing, fantastical stories possible to help their imaginations grow. And he added, we do not do this by whitewashing out the difficult parts of our history. We do it by embracing our rich history and empowering them with the truth. Now, the remake has surpassed $209 million worldwide. Now, The Little Mermaid, the, real, the original one, was based in the 1800s, where things weren't too nice for us. What are your thoughts on his perspective, Al? Hmm. I just think, you know, he's very savvy. Um, he knows how to get media pickup around this, you know, the piggybacking. This is piggybacking to me at its finest because, listen, let's be serious. This is a, this is mermaids are fantasy creatures and this is a fictional universe. Does Marcus know that? Like the and the people are really showing their ass behind this film, but it's still doing very well. Like you said, 270 million worldwide. All right. Q. He need to shut the entire hell up. All right. Like. Walk me through this then. How do we incorporate the Caribbean slave trade in a Disney? You know, like, give me the whole story. Um, I get it, but it's not necessary. This is one of those moments where um, history should be extracted from the books. Slavery doesn't need to be in a cartoon. It's not relevant to the overarching story of The Little Mermaid, which is a love story. Um, cut it out. Again, he was trying to have a woke moment and say, hey, it wouldn't have been this this friendly to a black mermaid in the 1800s. Uh, but can we just have a break from our horrific, uh, you know, history? And we know how bad it was. Um, but I do think that this cartoon should be an escape from the real life uh, realities of racism and all that kind of stuff. And a little break. It's a, it's a, it is a cute love story. Um, I get your point. A black mermaid would have had a rough if mermaids existed but it's a cartoon i don't get it <laughs> it's a cartoon <laughs> it's a I, I, I would like to see him rewrite it then rewrite the little mermaid historically accurately if i said that properly to show us what you would have liked to have seen well i guess in his story they would be showing the slave ships coming to america throwing millions of black people overboard and maybe uh, one of the black people merged with a fish and then they have a baby and then that's ariel and then ariel <laughs> wants to get back and she ends up falling in love with the one not racist person in the 1800s and then they get together and then they bridge and they bring an end to racism because their love conquers all cue the sebastian crab singing yeah and, um, and imagine how messed up your four-year-old would be leaving amc movie theaters after watching that They'd be like, mommy, they threw black people into the Because right now they can be blissfully ignorant, especially with people like Ron DeSantis saying, you can't learn about your history. Yeah. All right. A gas station owner in South Carolina is being charged with murder after chasing a 14-year-old black teenager and shooting him in the back because the boy had allegedly stolen a bottle of water. What are your thoughts on this tragedy, Al? I think that man from Snowfall was up there. <laughs> <laughs> that was not the guy that got shot. 
Um, I think this is horrible, but June 23rd, let's see if he goes to prison. You know, I was always told growing up, don't shop anywhere they won't employ you. If they don't give you a job there, do not spend your money there. That's number one. And you know, this reminds me of La Latasha Harlan. Remember in, in, in 92, 14-year-old black woman that, that walked into the Korean grocery store that got shot for stealing? Because oh, yeah. She was stealing. Yeah, I just can't wait to see. We know that he got charged, but let's make sure he gets convicted. All right, I feel that. Q. This is horrible. Um, they need to go burn that damn gas station down to the ground, bomb it, burn it, uh, not not bomb it, but bulldoze it, whatever the case may be. These people with their vigilantism is ridiculous, all right? There is nothing in that gas station worth someone being shot with a BB gun, yet alone a real gun, and you killed this boy over a suspected bottle of water. Um, I don't understand what's wrong. Is it me or I, am I the only person scared to shoot somebody? Like I am legitimately scared to shoot someone. I went to a gun range a few times. And at first, I thought it was fun. It's 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 trauma. It's like the tra I don't like how it feels to shoot a gun. I don't like the noise. It's scary. It's jarring. And they're shooting it at someone. I'm shooting it at a piece of paper or a can. Over a water bottle, over a bottle of water, a perceived bottle of water. No bueno. Ugh. The lack of respect and just uh, regard for Black human life. I, I hate to say it, but the, there's been issues between the Asian and the Black community for a very long time. Very hostile shopping experiences a lot of times. And that's where they set up business and take all our money. And we patronize them. We shop. We give them money. We make them very, very wealthy. We may need to start rethinking that. That's all I got to say. In a recent episode of The Hollywood Reporter, Damson Idris revealed that he had nightmares for a month after calling upon the devil to help him get in a character during the uh, finale, final season of Snowfall. Is this crazy or not, Q? It's crazy as hell. He, I don't know what they do over there in the UK, but he should know that American Black people don't play that devil stuff. This is something that he probably never should have revealed to the public. Um, and this is scary because y'all know I believe in all of that. I believe in energies, good, bad. And, and for you to play with the devil over a television role, it's got me looking at you side-eyed and Steve Harvey, you need to be telling Lori Harvey to pack her bags and get the hell up out of there <laughs> if he's willing to go to the devil over a damn TV show. Okay. Al, what do you think about this? Yeah, this is kind of creepy. It's like they say, art imitates life. Um, but if this is deep. I'm glad he is able to address it. And Claudia, you're the actor here. Um, have you ever gotten into character or went to a deep, dark spot in order to get, get into character for a role that you've played? Um, I'm, I don't go that deep, but you do have to get a little bit more... Um, like your psyche has to kind of go in some place that you wouldn't maybe normally go in, in your normal life. In one film where in Dear Frank, and y'all should go check it out on TV. It's all over the place. Um, I played a woman that was having a bunch of affairs on her husband. Girl, listen, I hit the shit about this all over the place. <laughs> what you say? Girl, you get some of this all over the place. If you don't get your BET Airbus <laughs> film doing ass. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. Where can we see your movies? Uh, exactly. Oh, no. Anyways, <laughs> don't interrupt the actress. Don't interrupt the only member of the Screen Actors Guild. On the <laughs> anyways, anyways, I had to um, uh, 
the woman was molested by her, by her father. I had to be in a coffin and be dead. It was a lot. And I did feel like I had to get the stank off me, but that was just barely scratching the surface. I do remember my, well, when me and Jamie Foxx used to talk all the time, when he did The Soloist, he said that movie triggered a lot of things in him that made him, he had to like talk to someone after that movie. And I'm not sharing something he wouldn't want out there because he's definitely spoken about this, but like sometimes they go really, really deep. I don't know if I deal with the devil, but if you really care about your craft, I guess, I would probably be scared, afraid to do that role. But anyways, uh, dear Frank, you can catch it on Tubi and all over the the land, the internet. Anyways, uh, coming up next, Ye may be using his coins from Adidas to fight off a lawsuit. And later in the show, a female probation officer is being accused of sexual abuse. Stay tuned. Welcome back to TGIF. Shout out to the soulmates on there that are still letting us down and not getting to 2,000. We appreciate y'all, the ones that are hitting that like button. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. At most. Can- oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, let me take a pause. We have put space between that. Right. At most gas pumps, you'll see two different prices. The price you're about to pay and the 10 cent off price that you'd be paying if only you had that rewards card. The trouble with rewards cards is that you're always on the go. You can't always fill up at the same place. Well, finally, there's an easy way to get cash back at multiple gas stations. It's Upside. Now, Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas. With Upside, you get cash back on every gallon of gas you buy. Upside offsets inflated gas prices by giving you cash back on purchases. And we need that now more than ever in this economy. Any way you can save a buck, you need to save that buck. Funky, um, do you fill up at specific gas stations with your nice new car, or do you use Upside? So, you know what? Actually, I was uh, filling up at a specific gas station by my house, but when I got Upside, I would literally be riding up and down the street, and the push notification will come through alerting me that I'm near a gas station, there's a discount available, and then now I kind of went on Upside in my car to get close to E in order to get gas. And you know what? Hurricane season just started in South Florida, or in Florida period, or globally nationally and i'm looking forward to how upside is going to aid us down here in florida because there's always a shortage of gas they always price gouge with the gas during hurricane season and i'm looking forward to this being my handy dandy tool when it comes to getting gas this hurricane season all right thank you so much al uh how easy is the app to use oh i agree with funky it's very easy all right well, fellas, what do you plan to do with all that cash back? Funky, you going to be on the phone? Bye, Gucci. Bye, Prada. <laughs> Bye, Channel for my baby. Not Channel. <laughs> Al, what do you plan to do with the extra money saver? What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I can't, but, um, um, yeah, I mean. Buy some nice clothes. How about yep. that? Al will stay dressed. I'll give him that. All right, to get started, download the free Upside app. Use promo code TJF. Let me spell it out. T-E-A-G-I-F. And get an extra 25 cents back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. Next claim and offer for whatever you're buying on the Upside. Then pay as usual with a credit or debit card. Follow these steps in the app and get paid. Now, in comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs, you can earn three times more cash back with Upside. Download the free Upside app and use promo code T-E-A-G-I-F to get extra 
25 cents back for every gallon of your first tank of gas. That's an extra 25 cents back for every gallon of gas on your first tank of ga- gas using promo code T-T-A-G-I-F. All right, y'all, make sure you check them out and save some money. Promotional considerations furnished by Upside. All right, let's get back to some topics. Okay. A photographer uh, filed a lawsuit against Ye after the rapper snatched and tossed her phone into ongoing traffic back in January. Now, the woman claimed she feared for her life and was left traumatized and humiliated by Ye during the incident. And she further claimed that she lost out on income by not having her phone. Al, we're going to go to you first. What are your thoughts on this lawsuit? you think she has a good chance? Well, you know, we talked about this before. Remember, Bad Bunny tossed that um, young lady's phone out and was charged with assault and battery. I think he, he's going to face the same charges. And the sad part here is he's got a manager that's suing him. He has school personnel from his school suing him. Ultra Music Publishing is suing him. Gap was suing him. George Floyd family was suing him. He has a long history of lawsuits. And this just doesn't look good. I mean, and he's out of rotation. So I don't know where and how this made sense for him to do this. All right, I hear you on that one. Q, what do you think about this? Her lawsuit is so bogus, it's laughable. I lost out on income. I'm distraught. I fear for my life. Now, don't get me wrong. Kanye West was wrong. You're a celebrity. Paparazzi comes along with it. And these paparazzi can be aggressive and invasive at times, but um, her case should be thrown out. You think she should be thrown out? I, I do. I, 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 at best, he should have to pay her pay for her phone and give her $3,000. But all of this, I feared for my life, and I lost out on income. Girl, you're a freelance photographer. These days and times, anybody lose their phone, they go to AT&T and get another one. So how, how much income you lost out on in 24 hours? They didn't leave a voicemail? Like, cut it out. But I, honestly, though, if any celebrity that's worth a billion dollars snatched one of our phones and threw it, we gonna sue too, right? Let, let's yeah. keep, keep it above. Let's take, let's take her. Say Anita Baker is in one of her moods, Q. I know you don't believe this because you think she's so yeah. And she snatched Al Reynolds' phone out of his hand. Don't you think your boy, your brother, has the right to sue her for being in a mood and throwing his phone in traffic? You know what? Using the Anita Baker analogy, I would actually get a bigger kick out of cussing her ass out of them recording and putting it on I would get more validation from that than suing her. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Keep it locked because um, coming up next, a female probation officer is facing serious sexual abuse claims. They out of control in these jails. And later, a tow truck battle ensued in broad daylight. They put. Welcome back to TJF. Now, Q isn't feeling well tonight because he went to see a man about a dog and now his throat hurts. So <laughs> we, we, he's not really up for it tonight. But there's, I see y'all have your own little, like he said. No, Claudia, you- actually, my throat hurts because I'm exhausted. I was going all around the country trying to find the movies you be in. <laughs> I'm tired. I was working. I was working day and night <laughs> trying to find it, child. Trying uh, to find it. And I came uh, up short. Well, you don't have cable, honey. I'll send you links. Okay, look, there are people in the chat that are trying to do their own thing, okay? If you're going to the Beyonce Renaissance Tour, hit the like button. If your children are under 16 and cuss like sailors, hit that like button. Um, what they say? If you love T.S. Madison, hit that like button. 
If you think that white woman was a plant from Rock Nation, hit the like button. What? Oh, wow. I love our soulmates. They foster in their own little community in the chat. Y'all get to know each other well. I love it. If you sick of the same damn commercials. <laughs> <laughs> oh, am I allowed to hit the like button? <laughs> if you need to go get your feet surgery like Claudia Funky and Akbar, hit the like button. <laughs> Oh my God, that's so funny. If you're going to see Spider-Verse 2 this weekend, hit the like button. Okay, they're, they're going on and on and on. Okay, hey y'all, the, the best three at the end of the show I'm gonna read, so y'all keep it coming and hit that like button. All right, y'all, a female probation officer in California is being accused of performing oral sex on a 15-year-old inmate. 50-year-old Nicole Perales could face up to three years and eight months in prison if she's convicted. What are your thoughts on this disgusting story? Al, do you wanna go first on this? Listen, to be honest, sexual abuse of boys is common. It's underreported, though. It's underrecognized and it's undertreated. I applaud this young man for, you know, having the balls to come out and willing and able to share this story so that justice could be served because what she did was absolutely criminal. I hear you on that one. You are correct. Hugh, what are your thoughts on this? I want to see her face. I, I'm, I'm mad her face is not circulating around the Internet. Um, but listen, we got to do her like we do the men. Throw her ass up under the jail. This is a Bill Cosby to me. She's a Bill Cosby. She's a Harvey Weinstein. She's a, a Hugh Hefner. She's all those other things. Throw her under the jail. And you got to be a different kind of sick and a, a, a aggressive type of horny to, uh, to be performing fellatio on teenager jail dick. When you say it like that. Like you, you, you a different breed. You know, it doesn't happen as we, we don't hear, but as often when a, a a woman sexually abusing a man or a boy, but when it does happen, they do get longer jail sentences. I do know that, and they should be exploited just like we exploit them. And I'm 100 with you both, you brothers. It should be she should not be protected. Put her ass on blast. It's disgusting. In jail, it's the it's, it's the jail part for me. Like all of it is wrong, but I could almost. I could Hold up. Turn, Don't get yourself in trouble now, Funky. Not, like, I could almost turn a blind eye if it was her neighbor or or or, or Funky Dineva. But in the jail? <laughs> Look at the producers. Next topic. <laughs> hey, sometimes I produce, remember the movie The Matrix? Sometimes our producers be like, get him out of there. Like, right now. Get him out of this topic. But yeah, I feel you. He's already, what's he in there for, first of all? And then you see him in his cell, and would you just go over there and say, so... What you doing tonight? Right. Okay. A Dollar General cashier was fired after she drove her car into an alleged shoplifter because he reportedly stole items from the store and took off on his bicycle. The former employee was removed from her position and she is now working at DoorDash. Wait a minute now. Hold up. Isn't that like from the the, the frying pan to the fire? Like right. now how do you feel about these employees fighting off shoplifters? Ah, what do you think about this? They they risking a lot to stop. Is this them. in Florida? Is this in Florida? Am I missing something? No, like, it's what not. What could Florida. he possibly be stealing? You know, what could possibly be stolen out of a dollar store worth her getting in her car and chasing him down and hitting him so that she could get her products back? She sounds crazy. She needs her ass sued. Now she's without a job and working at DoorDash. Make it make sense. Anybody, anybody, make it make sense. That's right. Q? You know, this video was funny as hell to me, right? Because when she hit the man with the car, he gonna yell out, bitch, it ain't even that serious. Which, <laughs> which was funny to me, right? And she was yelling, 
It's not that serious, but you're stealing out of my store. I'm disappointed to find out that she worked for a corporate entity, right? Like, based on the context of the conversation, I thought it was like a family-owned business. And in that instance, I actually was in favor of her um, getting him or whatever. But but now that I find out that that's the dollar, ain't that real. I don't understand why you would do all that. Like, I would try to make a valiant effort to stop them. <laughs> but then I'm uh, I'm not going past, like, the parking lot. Like, I'm, like, maybe a couple steps outside the door, but... Do you think when in the moment people feel disrespected and they feel like you're not going to try my authority and that's why we're seeing these retail workers and these security people chasing after people? It's got less to do with the company and the value of the stuff and more to do with you're not going to try me to my face. She's a cashier. She's a cashier. Get it together. She was the manager, wasn't she? No, she was a Dollar General cashier. So wait, so she left her register abandoned and got the car and checked? No, she could have had a secondary crime. That exactly. <laughs> and DoorDash might fire her ass after they found out she was involved in a vehicular crime. Oh, my God. The world has gone mad. All right, y'all, a 15-year-old Guyanese student has been charged with 19 counts of murder after she set her school's dormitory on fire, killing 18 female students and one five-year-old boy because her teacher confiscated her phone. What are your thoughts on this tragedy and this raggedy bitch, Al? Sorry, I had to. That That's unbelievable. There's no conflict resolution. People just, just go from zero to 100. You know what, this is just double sad. We know that uh, um, the individuals or the students that are allowed to come on campus come from indigenous families where they don't even have homes and they're provided these very nice, comfortable, safe dorms. And because she didn't have her phone given, you know, had her phone taken away, she's gonna burn it all down and make, make it horrible for everybody. Not only did she make it horrible for everybody, but she killed people in the process. I wonder, did she have, did she exhibit mental health issues Oh, I mean, was there signs? Because this is extreme to me. And, and, and it's in condolences to all of those families that lost their kids, who trusted that school and that boarding school to take care of their kids, only to find out that they died in a fire. So they, they were all sleeping when she did this? The doors the doors were locked to keep, uh, for curfew purposes, right. to keep the kids in. So some people got trapped. Which it should be some kind of disengagement type of thing when a fire alarm goes off. Oh my God, Q. You know, I, I, I had people not died and the end result would have been something less severe, the argument would have been, oh, it's just a child, the brain is not developed yet, cut them some slack, so on and so forth. So I am a little conflicted here because part of me, the angry part of me wants to say, put her in prison for life. You know what I'm saying? And then there's just still a small part of me that goes down the whole, it's a child route. I, I don't I don't know what to feel here, but overall it, it's sad. She's a child, yeah, I feel you on that. And they should be able to make mistakes, but damn, I don't wanna see this kind of child grow up to be an adult in my society, in my neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like you have this kind of hostility in you as a child to light some shit on fire like that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think there's a right answer in this situation in terms of punishment, right? Because you got a 15-year-old who's now about to potentially go to prison for life. It seems kind of messed up to live your whole life in prison for something that you did at 15 years old. But then again, the severity of what you did. Yeah. Stuff. 
people in the chat are saying firing squad, death by firing squad. They're not really having much mercy for her. I guess I wouldn't either if I was one of the parents. Yeah, agreed. All right, y'all, coming up, the Battle of the Tow Trucks. You don't want to miss this. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. Y'all are still going hard in the chats. If what you they saying? If you don't like your boss, hit the <laughs> like button. <laughs> <laughs> if you're, That's if a good one. If your kid's eating spaghetti tonight, hit the <laughs> like button. <laughs> if you work two jobs on your phone and your phone still got turned up, hit the like button. <laughs> <laughs> if you got Funky's new address, hit the like What? That's soccerish. We're not doing that. Okay. Yo, they I, Q, you were saying it earlier, like we love our soulmates, right? Uh-huh. Al, aren't they so funny? Like they sometimes when, when the show's kind of going in a certain direction, I look over the chat and except for two people that are stay whatever doing with their thing, 99.9% of y'all are friggin' amazing. Like, and we are focusing on y'all. Like y'all we really appreciate like, y'all. We do. Y'all, 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 y'all are with us and we 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 like y'all. Okay. In petty news, a woman called her husband while her car was getting towed. And once he arrived at the scene, the husband decided to tow the tow driver's truck. (laughs) (laughs) He said, okay, you want to tow my girl's truck? I'm going to tow your truck. What are your thoughts on this craziness, Al? Are you here for this pettiness? I am here for this pettiness. An eye for an eye. I'm here for it. I'm all the way here for that. That was the funniest (laughs) I've read. (laughs) Q, this sounds like something you would do. It, oh, damn yeah. sure, it, it damn sure is something I would do. You know what kills me with these tow truck people? The lengths that they go through to get that 125. Like, it, it's like sometimes when you see the situation escalating to a point, it ain't even worth that little 125. At the point in which that man saw that, that lady's husband's tow truck coming, all he had to do was let her car down. And this is going back to the uh, previous story we had with the security and the cashier, the, per- the store personnel. Why y'all be so empowered and just so hell bent on enforcing arbitrary rules? Put that lady car down. It just wasn't worth the, the chaos that it caused. If you drive a Honda Accord, hit the like button. If you ain't trying <laughs> to get towed this weekend, hit the like button. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, y'all ain't, y'all are hilarious. Okay. All right. A North Korean family, including a two-year-old toddler, were sentenced to life in a political prison camp after getting caught with the Bible. Now, based on their government rules, citizens who are caught with the Bible are eligible for the death penalty in North Korea, while their family members can be sentenced to life in prison. Now, it's estimated that as many as 70,000 Christians are currently in prisons. Uh, we definitely got to go to our resident um, non-heathen, which would be Al Reynolds, because Funky and I are on the dark side, I guess you'd say. Um, we are not quite there yet. Al, take your time with this. I need you to tell us about this. I know you have information on this, and you are from the church. Oh, well, no, I, I don't have a lot of information. All I know is that all I ever learned um, and when I studied North Korea is that they are the strictest when it comes to religion. North Korea is an atheist nation. And they take it very serious. And like you said, 70,000 residents of North Korea are in prison for violating the atheist uh, 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 religion. Having such a problem with Christianity that you are putting a baby in prison? 
Q, I know you don't like kids. I know this is even probably enough to appall you, right? Or you are like whatever. No, it, it is because a two-year-old doesn't even have the wherewithal to make their religious affiliation for themselves, to make that decision for themselves. Um, I wish the United Nations would come together somehow and bomb this man. Not the city, not the place, but bomb his house and get rid of him. Um, to throw people... I just, and I try to hold my thoughts when it comes to other people's cultures and religions and things that I do not understand, but there's just no logic in this level of dictatorship. And I'm sure that there is no level of cultural ignorance on my part that's going to explain away this level of dictatorship. It just needs to be done away with. And I guess we're so spoiled by living in the United States, although some of these Republicans are seeming to try to get us back to, a try to get us towards a dictatorship with some of them, right? But like the thought process, like how I'm, I always wonder, why don't they just leave? Why can't they just leave? Why would you stay in a nation like that? Why is it not a mass exodus? You know, Kim Jong-un has a policy where no one else can have his hairstyle. Not like you'd want it because he looks absolutely ridiculous. And the, the, the just my way of a highway type of attitude that you are allowed to have as a dictator and, and people have to just go with it. And then they control the media. So you don't even really understand that there's a better life outside of the, the boundaries that you're in. But a two-year-old for Christianity and having a Bible? Yeah. Unbelievable. All right, before we go, we must touch upon this post from Funky's page. Funky wrote, I can't stand a bitch who don't drink the <laughs> And Funky, tell us about your post. And you know what? <clears throat> okay, go ahead. Especially when I moved to Atlanta, you sissies is real crafty. Because it's always, you know, when you have a house party, you say, oh, girl, what you oh, just bring a bottle. It's always that one girl that brings ABC liquor, McCormick, or that whipped pinnacle. You ever notice the broke girls always bring pinnacle vodka to the party, right? Then they go set it up on the counter, and by the middle of the party, you realize this girl don't have six drinks. So what are you drinking on? Uh-uh, drink that boy. I, I, I can't stand that. And everybody knows the rules. When you go to a party, you buy what you drink or I don't think Smirnoff is a bad party liquor, but you don't go no cheaper than Smirnoff or absolute when you bring in liquor to a party. Or even not even just alcohol, like just things in general. Like I used to have cookouts at my, when I used to live at the high rise, my one friend, she's always bring that nasty ass white claw. I'm like, you are black. Black people don't drink like white claw <laughs> yes <laughs> oh my god you do yeah it's in the can right yes it's like yeah you get it really cold it tastes really good mm -mm. you know my rule of, this is my rule of thumb my rule of thumb is i drink what i bring because i know i'm bringing a bottle of champagne or i'm bringing a bottle of tequila i drink what i bring and he steals bottles oh, <laughs> from the bar at, at wedding if he likes what they serve. Remember at Cynthia's wedding? Well, y'all, y'all should have seen that was my first run-in with Al Reynolds. I was like, who is this tall, crazy man that don't stole Cynthia and Mike Hill good champagne from behind the bar and was walking around the party topping people's cups off with the stolen champagne? Okay, let's be clear. 
It was a printed label on that champagne, meaning it was not good champagne. It was it wasn't the best. Ooh, and and, and <laughs> hold up, and at the bar at the Truth Awards when we were not. Hell, come on up. I like to drink. Oh, we know. And still. <laughs> All right, y'all. I want to thank my amazing co-host, Alan Reynolds and Funky Dine. But thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay where you can find my movies. Stay tuned for Black <laughs> Water House movies. I always mess this up. Black Water Horse movies. And um, catch us on YouTube and on the website. We'll see you next week. Go ahead and rewatch the show tomorrow and hit the like button. And we're going to Funky gonna cuss you out again. We just don't know when it's going to happen. Y'all y'all have a good weekend. It's uh, y'all too. Be safe. Be good, soulmates. Have a good night. Bye, y'all.